Hey, Saints. What's good with y'all? How y'all feel out there? Good people. So we're in Sweden. The Saints are in Sweden. Uh, we've been here like five hours. Do, how how you been liking Sweden thus far? Do you realize how random that is just to say we in Sweden? You said it like it was just like no, it is around random. the corner. No, it's definitely we in Sweden. It's definitely not around the corner. I'm sure it's a Sweden, Alabama somewhere, you know, <laughs> somewhere on God's green earth. So why are we the only black people here, though? I've been looking high and low for brown people. <laughs> <laughs> high and low. We always end up at places where we legitimately are a minority. Me, you, and Ace Rocky, the only black people here. I he think so. He in accounting. <laughs> <laughs> please, please, God, keep us out of jail. Because they're not going to let us go. He in Swedish bologna sandwiches right now. Oh, wow. <laughs> Ain't a, a bologna is, I think, German. I think. I think they got bologna everywhere in the world. I'm saying, but I think it, because bologna, bologna is like a, a region. And so I Look think. Look at it, you being all smart. No, I just watch Food Network. So, <laughs> but so, it, You're so smart. Anywho, it, it's been fun to be with you knowing that I have another brown companion. Oh. Thanks. I've been loving looking in your brown eyes. Okay. <laughs> All right. So what are we talking about today? Um, you told me you want to talk about why it's hard for, uh, why does it seem as if it's hard for Christian men to commit mm-hmm. to these, you know, beautiful woman of gods because, out here? Because this is, this is the thing. So for me, um, even though I'm married, most of my close friends are single. And I'm always at conferences talking with single women. And it's just a thing that single women is out here struggling because it seems like one, there's a shortage of Christian men. Two, it's a shortage of attractive Christian men. Three, Uh it's a shortage of Christian men that ain't lame. Four, if a man has all of that and more, they don't want to get married or they just act like they don't want to get married. They they want to just be your boyfriend forever. So if I'm so hearing I, you right, uh-huh. uh, it's a shortage of men who want to commit, uh, who golly, um, not corny. And cute. Because, and, I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure these women can find a Christian man. Okay. God's green earth is full of them. It's finding one that they're actually attracted to. It's the attractive ones that just want to be everybody's boyfriend for a long time. So I just want to figure that out. I just want I just I just feel like I should talk to you as a man who are friends with these kinds of men to figure out and help the saints, you know, who are discouraged and disheartened and yes. feeling like maybe the Lord is calling me to celibacy or just calling me to be with a man that look like Urkel, not Stefan, but Urkel. You know? <laughs> so So I mean, yeah. So when you say friends with these type of dudes, I don't know if I'm friends with all that, but you know what I'm saying? You are. You are. Okay. Some of them. Some of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> l- l- let me ask Let me ask you this. Were you ever that kind of man? Like before me, were you the kind, like were you the quint- quintessential Christian man who was content with having a whole bunch of women that you could talk to and text and kind of play around with, but actually never make a decision to settle down with? Um, yes and no. I say yes. Um, I think I was for a little short season. I think because I think a, a lot of my um, talking to multiple women when I was a single Christian, um, one it didn't last long uh, because 
I shortly started getting discipled by, you know, Brian Dye, who kind of just changed my whole life. Um, but yeah, when I first became a Christian, I think a lot of that was a lack of discipleship. So I think um, talking to multiple women in, in the church who were interested in me uh, and I didn't have to commit, it was convenient. It was convenient for me not to uh, settle down or be serious with someone. So and are you saying it was convenient because you had options? I think it was convenient because I wasn't tied down to someone. Got it. You know what I'm saying? And I think that, um, I think in a lot of ways, I think that's what a lot of these men who are in the church who have really poor discipleship go through. I think you you go, you go from being in a world um, where you have a whole lot of options. And sadly, when you come to the church, I think um, do still do the same thing. I mm -hmm. think they just do it on a, on a little lighter level. You Interesting. Know what I'm so you're saying that how a dude functions in the world with uh his female friendships or just women in general is like a part of how he's still functioning and discipleship is the the main thing that would like help them to grow out of that yeah yeah because i think uh when i first met you for example i was talking to a girl um that me and you both know um and when um brian my my disciple who the guy who ended up discipling me for eight years, he came into my life. He showed me how how detrimental my behavior was hmm. and how much um, me not being intentional with women um, not only hurts women, but it, it God is displeased with it. And I just saw um, what I always viewed as a very light issue mm -hmm. growing up as a very is a very big deal to God. So let me ask you this. What is it? Like, what is it about a man or what is it in a man where he is willing to just kind of play with women's hearts? Like, what is it? Is, is it an ego trip? Is it, you know, fatherlessness? <laughs> is it fear? Pride? Like, why? I think it's a mixture of a lot of things. I think it's a mixture of selfishness. I think it's, uh, I think it's ego. Um, but I also think that it's, um, <laughs> I think it's because they can. What do you mean? I think that women give them the opportunity to. I think that somebody is not going to commit to someone who they don't have to commit to. Explain. Flesh that out. So if, 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 a, if you have a guy who doesn't really know what he wants, but he knows he likes women. Right. <laughs> right. And he knows that he's going to get certain attention, right? Right. Um, from from women who won't necessarily give him an ultimatum or really like really like come down on him mm -hmm. on him about, you know, him not, you know, being serious. If he if he can do that, he he will. And I think a lot of a lot of times these these men that that not disciple or they're disciple very poorly, but on a, on the flip side, these women are not disciple. These women are not Mm -hmm. taught how to not give themselves so much to somebody who only wants them for their own personal gain mm -hmm. and not really want them. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? And I think, yeah, I, I just think that it's, it's, it's fuel. You, you women, I, I think women in the church that, that are like that give fuel to these immature boys mm. who just wants attention and wants a companionship that is convenient for them, mm -hmm. but not a real relationship. I think, I think a part of, probably what makes this difficult is that if you, I think I, I tweeted about this before. I was like, I think a lot of women 
they see where a man can be and they see the potential. And so they just stay along hoping that they'll love him into his potential. And that's just not a reality. I have to see him for what he is now. And if he is a boy now and not even making any provision to grow, not even looking like, is he even surrounded by men that are wise or are all his friends just as immature as he is? You know, is he, is he submitting to any kind of authority and trying to learn how to love you well? Then I think that that means, Oh, that potential that you see is just a delusion. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And so, but I also think that because it's a shortage, there's a fear where it's like, I like him. He likes me. I'm afraid that if I do give him an ultimatum, then I'm going to be alone. Hmm. I, th- I think that's the fear, you know, yeah. but I, I think women have to be willing to, to, to recognize that you teach a man how to treat you, you know? And so I would prefer for these women that God loves to be alone than to be mistreated and to be hurt unnecessarily. Yeah. You want to know one of the things that I think um, is super problematic in the church? Um, because I think what one thing that happens is a lot of these men are taught um to pursue relationships low-key marriage and not taught how to holistically be discipled and i think because of that i think that you have um these very immature so just just in my experience of just discipling dudes and walking with dudes i've had a couple of dudes who was pursuing a girl they were in a relationship and i was this low-key discipling them or whatever or walking with them alongside them um, but I think in a lot of ways, they they were taught that their their level of maturity is when they're ready to be married. Explain. So what I mean is, I think that a lot of these a lot of these guys are not even taught how to love a woman, mm-hmm. to sacrifice, to be selfless. They, they're not taught how to like holistically be godly. Yeah. It's kind of like uh, consumeristic, like relationships literally are only for my own consumption and my own pleasure. Yeah, and and, and also relationships are are, are for um, the the spiritually mature. Yeah, it's like uh, you're spiritually mature, you're ready for marriage, and I think that I think that we have to learn how to holistically disciple men mm-hmm. and see where they see where they're at, because in in a lot of ways these men are in relationships or pursuing women and they're just not ready. Mm-hmm. They're not mature yet. They're not mature holistically. Like I think that if, if, if we, if we look at the maturity level in a lot of these dudes, we will see that they shouldn't be, you know, and, I, and I've, I've seen, a, I've seen a lot of dudes like back up out of situations because they, they knew they wasn't ready, mm-hmm. you know? And um, I think that. But and, what, what does not ready mean? Because some people are just saying that they're not ready just because they don't want to grow up. And so how do we actually define not ready in like a, like, no, this is a wise thing to back up, or this is actually just fear. I think that I told this one guy who was asking me when, when, you know, when do I know it's time to get married? And I said, I said, really, it's, it's not a real, like, it's, I don't think we can ever know, when it's time to get married because nothing really can can prepare you for marriage. I think marriage prepares you for marriage, but I do think, <laughs> I do think there, there's def, definitely evidence that you're not ready to be married at all. But I think some people don't need to pursue marriage at like at all. So how would they, how would they know that? I think, I think one way you know that is if you 
are not not if you don't have the willingness hmm. to put yourself to put somebody before yourself. Hmm. I think another thing is if you if you know you like attention from multiple women, because mm-hmm. I think every dude that I, I that I know, including myself, knew when we found the one. Yeah. Knew when we found our wife. Like when I knew that you were my, was my wife, it, like I didn't have no question in my mind mm-hmm. whether or not somebody else was the one for me. Do you think it's possible that somebody could know that a particular woman is their wife and still be unwilling to commit to her? Because sometimes when we say uh, when a man knows what he wants, he's going to go after it. But is there the possibility that there are some men that do know what they want? but they are still too afraid to go after it. Yeah, definitely. I definitely think that. I've seen that. And uh, I think I think eventually hopefully that man pursues what he what he what he knows he he wants and needs. And I think that if it, I think the way sovereignty is set up, I think if God is in it, I think it it ultimately happens. But I do think that a lot of men have been disobedient because of fear. Yeah. Once again, because they know they love someone, they know they care about someone, but they haven't been taught how to. They haven't been taught how to love. You have these all these emotions and these feelings for this person, mm-hmm. but practically, you don't really know how to love this woman. See, I want us to like camp on that for a second because I think being in relationship with you, I think my perspective on men for so long was that men were just really hard hearted, calloused individuals. Um, and that they just did things just because they were, you know, similar to the devil. But <laughs> I think it's been it's harsh a bit. I think it's interesting <laughs> for me to, to have been with you and learn that so much of what comes off as distance, um, or like having a stiff arm towards a person as a man is really just fear of being vulnerable. And so I think there's the, sure. there's the reality that some men, like you said, are unwilling or or are unwilling to commit because they're just so afraid of being hurt. Can you like can you like unpack that for women so that they could see that, that some men are just really afraid of what you could do to them? But that's real. I can see from a woman's perspective how it can seem like a man is like low key really callous. Yeah. Like high key really callous. And I think that if we understand how we're wired differently that a woman will show her cards and her emotions way quicker yeah. than a man will, would. But a man's emotions is still very much there. Yeah, because you're and, human. Yeah, and I think that I think when we, we look at how the, the Bible talks about how you know wives have to submit to their husbands and husbands have to, to love their, their wives like Christ loved the church, loving your wife or loving a woman can be just as vulnerable as submitting, right? It can be, Come on. it can be very, it can, it can be just as bare and like, yeah, it can be a very scary process. What are you afraid of? I think that when, I think the way a man loves is deep. Like, like, like anybody who, anybody who knows a man that is truly in love with a woman, mm-hmm. he loves some different, you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I think, I think, I wouldn't say that love for the woman is easier. I think that um, the way God has wired women, in my opinion, I think that it's just it just it just flows different mm-hmm. than than a man. And I think because of that, I think 
I, I think that they're willing to show their heart and show their emotions way more easier than a man. I think a man having to love first and having to initiate and put his heart out there first, sometimes if he doesn't if he doesn't feel ready, it could be a very, very vulnerable thing. Yeah. It could be very stressful and taxing. It can be like, man, like if I love you, if I put my heart out there, you know, you can very well hurt me and yeah. destroy me. And that's the reason why I like growing up. I've seen a lot of dudes become dogs mm -hmm. because one girl hurt them. Yeah. You know what it's I'm saying? Like, it's like their resilience isn't isn't there. Absolutely. <laughs> it's like uh, girls be getting cheated on 12 times and they still with you. You yeah. cheat on the dude once and he just... Yeah, and it shows you it, it shows you how fragile men are, hmm. right? Because we, we think that women are just so fragile. Mm -hmm. It's like, no, nah, like we're fragile human beings. Yeah. Like I think a woman... A, a woman, you know, would put her heart out there first a lot of the times, right? But she she can forgive and she can, you know, bear with you through heartbreak yeah. and, you know. But a man get 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 hurt one time. Yeah. It's like, even though he tries to hide it with, like, this tough exterior yeah. and this, like, this, you know, he don't care attitude. Like, he low-key hurt. Yeah. And I think that a lot of these dudes that look like they don't want to commit or look like they're dogs... I think in a lot of ways are damaged. Mm, that's they're, deep. they're mentally damaged. They're 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 emotionally damaged. They don't really know how to love, and they're afraid of loving. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So I think if we have a good framework for that. I think we can, you know, help these young men yeah. um, and understand them better. I already know that it's a few women because there, you. I'm sure you met them. There's a breed of woman who I think they like feeling like they can be the one to fix a man. That's crazy. That they can be the one to heal him. Um, and I think those women end up being much more damaged because they put themselves, one, in the position of the Holy Spirit and a the therapist. <laughs> like you you cannot fix a man that doesn't want first, first want God to fix him. You know, like you got to go to God with uh, your fears and your vulnerabilities and let him strengthen you to love uh, people when it's afraid. But also on a whole nother tangent, I think, let me ask you this. I, it seems like loving a woman and not leading women on and, and loving as, as far as being willing to commit to a woman that it can be perceived as weakness. And I think, what do you mean? Like to love like Jesus can look weak. Jesus literally was stretched out on the cross naked. That looks weak. He was, he was very vulnerable, but that's the kind of love that he's called us all into. Right. And so I, I, I'm wondering how much, this hyper-masculine culture has also informed men's unwillingness to commit because of their unwillingness to look weak. Yeah, not to talk about women. Ooh, I like how that sounds. Yeah, but not to, not to talk about women and men, but I think just our culture, you know, in general has has put a negative connotation on what true Christ-like love and servanthood looks like and what true christ-like submission looks like because when we look at the person of christ right we see that christ did both perfectly he loved perfectly and he submitted perfectly and i've seen i've seen situations where you know um you know a man is loving his wife and whatever and it's always the single man or, or the immature man it's like oh you soft mm -hmm. it's like because he's loving her unconditionally mm -hmm. or he's doing something to express his love even when i first got married and i'm like yo i'm talking to my mom like oh you so caked up yeah. and like it's like this negative mm. you know like this negative 
thing when it comes to just a man being 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 bare. And it's like, no, what you really want to say is you want to love somebody too. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But you're just afraid to open yourself up. Like I've opened myself up to a woman. Mm-hmm. But I've also seen it though on the flip side with women. It's like I don't think that you have to submit to him like that. I don't think that you have to, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's just too much. He don't have to know everything you're doing. I'm going to be free when yeah. I get married. You know what I'm saying? Because I think both love in terms of leadership and both love in terms of submission takes immense amount of trust and death to the perception of strength. Yes. And I, I think that that is hard for human beings to do um, because my submission is opening me up to the potential that you will lead me in the wrong way. And your love towards me is the potential that like you have opened yourself up for me to take advantage of. And that's, and that's good. And that's good what you said there, because I think, I think the two were created to hold each other up. I think Christ-like love and Christ-like submission, especially how it looks in the relationship between a man and a woman, were created to hold each other up. So when I hear the man try to, you know, uh, uh, come down on on a man for loving his wife, I'm like, man, you weak or you 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 soft or whatever. It's like, no, you think that this is soft or you think that this is weak because you think that if you do this or you if you love a woman like this, they have a, they have the opportunity to take advantage of you. Mm. And I think for the same thing with a woman, I think that a woman feels like, oh, you you submit to your husband, he's going to take advantage of you. Yeah. They don't really understand that how when the two are combined together, yeah. that when a man loves a, a, a woman unconditionally and a woman is willing to submit to her husband like, you know, like Christ submits to the father, like the two, when the two are put together, they're, they're, they're created to hold one another up. They're created to support and to fit like a glove mm. and neither parties are taken advantage of mm-hmm. when that is, when it's done, when it's done perfect. And it's done as unto God. As, as, yeah. yeah. What would you say to, to the men that are listening who that's them, you know, they like having a bunch of women around. They like kind of playing with women's hearts. They like to be in a relationship up until the point that they start to feel vulnerable and then they they break the relationship off like how what is your like godly man manly wisdom to them because what i want to say is stop acting like a little boy that's that's because i'm tired of y'all i would i'm tired of y'all playing with my friends period okay okay. period this is personal it's definitely personal (laughs) because i i I, i'm tired of seeing girls get hurt because of these little little crazy little boys so i'm not the one to encourage in a godly manner like you would be so go ahead i would i would say i think that one i think that you really have to consider the heart of god I think that if we, I think sometimes when we, when we're dealing with multiple women or when women are, you know, into us or whatever, it can be very, it can be very hard to consider what God has to say about all of that. And I think that if we, if we think about like this affects God, how we treat his daughters Mm -hmm. and how we treat not just his daughters, just image bears. Mm -hmm. One, it is a very selfless thing. I think that I don't know who said it. I think it was Joe, Joe Solomon, who mm-hmm. said, like, we should stop saying, you know, don't treat a woman like this um, because uh, you want nobody to treat your daughter like this. No, we shouldn't treat women like this because they're image bearers right. and they are your neighbors. Mm-hmm. So that is a very selfish thing um, to to continue to like play with someone's heart, knowing that you don't want to commit with them, mm-hmm. knowing, knowing that you don't want to commit to them. But on the flip side, I think that you have to admit that you are a broken, empty person. Mm. And I think that if you do not 
yeah, be honest with yourself, you're going to you're going to find out that at the end of your life, you have wasted your life Ooh. when it when it comes to when it comes to marriage and all that God has for you. Um, as far as what he wants to teach you, how he wants to grow you, how he wants to sanctify you, you're going to realize one day if you do get married or if, you know, you don't get married, that like God could have taught you so much about the world, about yourself. And you, you, you literally kept yourself away from so much beauty because you ran away from the hard thing of committing to somebody who might be good for you because you were afraid of your heart being broken or you're afraid of commitment or whatever you're afraid of. And I think that if we are honest with ourselves and allow God to do a work in our hearts to, to, to the point where we can commit to somebody, we see that on the other side of commitment is beauty. Mm. It is, it is, it is something that God had. It is beautiful. It's a beautiful covenant. Um, and I think that, um, I think my my big advice for for men is one stop playing with these women's hearts because God God don't like that God don't like it right right <laughs> but on the flip side it's like you are you're robbing yourself hmm. I think that you're robbing yourself of what God has for you because um if 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 you if you are called to get married and if you are called to to a woman and you're just afraid to submit. I think that you're just robbing yourself of what God wants to do with you. And um, that's a tragedy. Yeah. And I think I just, I guess I would encourage my, um, my sisses and my saints sisses. That don't sound right. Sis saints. Oh, don't say that. My saints that are uh, sisters. Sisters. Sisters in the faith. My that's... sis saints. Okay. You ever, you know what cisgender is? Sounds like I said cisgender. No. Cisgender. Sis I'm... saints. So my, 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 my friends that are women. <laughs> I, I, I want to encourage y'all uh, with two things. One is if you are with a man who is very boyish in his ways, meaning, you know, he just doesn't, he doesn't seem to care to lead you or love you uh, well, be willing to let him go, uh, even if it's for a season or forever to allow him to grow up. And I think that takes maturity on your part. Uh, I think there could be some fear to do that, but you have to be willing to trust that God uh, will sustain you in your season or lifetime of singleness. But you have to be willing to step back and say, you know what? I see where you are. And I, I had really high hopes for you. I had hopes that you would be the man that I know you could be, but I don't think you see it yet. And so I'm going to step back. And I'm allow you to to fly and to do you. And I pray that doing you is seeking God. I pray that doing you is getting discipleship. I pray that doing you is getting in community and being surrounded by men that can teach you how to be a man. Um, but in the meantime, I think that my presence with you is still allowing you to behave in the same ways that you behaved your entire life. That's and good. so let me back up. Um, I think another thought is be encouraged, though, when a man starts to show you that he's a boy. That's actually a good thing because you don't want him to be acting, you know, something like real good. And you think, oh, like he's going to be awesome. And then he starts to show you that, no, he's he's not about that life. Like he's not about that married life that I want to commit to you life. Then know that because what like what you're seeing now is probably what he will be if he married you. You know, you think that they're going to change when they get a ring rings don't change men or women the holy spirit does and so i would be encouraged before you got a ring that you already recognize who he was and so that gives you the free reign to back up before you say i do yeah yeah that's good that's really good yeah and i just want to quickly just encourage 
my sisters to know that that God sees you, you know what I mean? And I, I think that I think that sometimes when you dealing with the frustration of um just men out here playing with your hearts or men not really knowing what they want and you really have uh, a desire to be married, um, that God sees you. But at the same time when when you do feel the pressure of like, man, I'm getting maybe older and it seemed like no man wants me. Uh, let me try to do what, what Jackie said earlier. Let me try to change this man to, to, to make him like me or stick with him until he change changes. The reality is a man knows what he wants. Like he, he, he know, he knows what he wants and he knows what he can get away with. And I, I think we said that before, and I don't want you to, 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 to think for a man because if you're thinking for a man now, you're going to be thinking for him until he grows up. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, let the man think for himself and you don't have to calculate his next move. Let him be in control of his next move. And I think that you really have to trust in God because if he doesn't see your worth now, he, more than likely he's not going to see it later unless he, you know, um, unless God shows and he, him. And he can. I, I think we have... Uh, we know a few couples that God has been faithful to uh, take a very young and immature man um, and make him into a great husband. And so there's hope. I'm one. No, I, I didn't have issues with you from the jump. Like we, we have friends who the man was a hot, oh, I get terrible. You. I mess. was immature in some ways though. Yeah, but you, but discipleship is what was the, the, the deal breaker with you is yeah. that you, you were different. Yeah. And, and another thing that I want to just quickly say to the man uh, out there who are in the church who you know have the tendency to you know you know mess over you know these young women hearts out here i don't want you to think that you know one day you're gonna you know you're gonna decide to settle down and you know get get married and have kids and god won't hold you accountable for all the hearts that you've messed over I think that uh, I, th- I think that I think that if we have a healthy fear and reverence for God, that we would know that like man, like God cares about how we treat people. I think we have to realize that we can't live in that type of selfishness and think that God doesn't care about it, and yeah. that you know we're gonna meet the right person one day. And I don't really know how that that looks or how that's played out. Only God knows. But we would have to answer, and I think that. Uh, I think the real thing is repentance. Like I think that we should truly repent. I remember, you know, um, getting married, and then just as I got older and wiser, thinking about the the hearts I broke, and just having to repent over things that I did years ago. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that I think that a lot of us have time to 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 fix it now, to um, to not uh, mess over women's hearts, but just yeah. Be the best person you can be, and 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 um, for the woman that God has called you to be. Yeah. Um, if that's if that if that if that calls for you to just wait and not deal with any woman, you know what I'm saying? Do that, but stop messing up with these girls' hearts, man. Amen. So send this to all all the little boys. Not playing. <laughs> I already know people gonna send this uh, to the little boys. Like you better stop messing with my heart. And Preston Perry said you need to repent. So repent and marry me now. Right. Still marry me. Yeah. Still marry me. me. Repent and then marry me. (laughs) And then marry me. (laughs) All right, y'all. It was good uh, talking with you. Uh, Thank y'all for tuning in. Website, www.withtheperries.com. And uh, we in this Sweden hotel and they don't have air conditioning in Sweden. So my feet sweating. Ew. (laughs)
<laughs> so gross. <laughs> Bye. Peace.